How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back to yet another episode of They Don't Bite. Uh, again, this week we have my friend Steven on. And the reason I want to do this is uh, basically I'm going to do two episodes of each guest. I'd love to do one episode where we really take the time to get to know them and kind of hear the backstory and you can get a better picture of our friendship with each other. But then I want to take another episode to kind of dive a little further into one of the tangents or a specific area that I maybe wanted to know more about or I think you would benefit from. Uh, this is a conversation where Steven thank God for Stephen, man, who is just vulnerable and honest um, and was willing to talk about his uh, recent divorce. Now, the reason I wanted to talk to him about this was uh, he, like myself, grew up Christian and uh, went into marriage with the idea that divorce is just not an option. And so I wanted to talk about how that impacted his relationship with his uh, ex-wife and what that has looked like processing that and family dynamics and all those things. And so he is um, vulnerable and honest. And I I really appreciate Stephen doing that for our podcast. Um, So not just for a podcast, for our friendship. You know, what a great guy. Uh, Definitely go follow him. And uh, again, if this is a conversation that helps you or um, brings something out in you, uh, please let me know on social media or let a friend know. Share the episode. I would love, that's the whole point of this show is just to continue to grow together. So uh, without further ado, here is yet again my friend Steven uh, with a little more about his story. Okay, so in our last conversation, we talked about you and Emily getting together when you were, what, 18, 19 in high school? Yeah, we met technically as 17, and okay. then I pursued her for a year. Because you guys were very... Very into the church. Yeah. My first pickup line to her was, I think you should know more Christians on campus. Is that, what, is that how you led? Let me get that number. Yeah. Then you was, were like, I'm a Christian I'm on a Christian campus. And I'm on campus, so... Because we met at orientation. They didn't work at Evangel, my Christian college. <laughs> where I was like, hey, you should uh, you should know more Christians on campus. Man, I wish I could say that I cleaned up. I did not. <laughs> I did that. I remember saying it, and she goes, really? That's what you're going with? And I was like, it is. I would like to double down. I would like to. <laughs> and we talked for that, like, you know, while. And when she, we, she moved to campus. Yeah. We hung out all the time. I walked her to class, did all the things. Yeah. And then we finally started dating like that next spring. So yeah, 18 was when we like officially started and then dating. You moved to Kansas City in 2015, 16? Uh beginning of 2016. Yeah. Okay. So for and then she moved in the summer. Is that when you guys got married? Was it to, was 2016 in that summer? Yeah. So we had been together for like six years. Yeah. A couple breaks up breakups in college. Sure. You know, but uh, ultimately probably like three months apart all yeah. in total. And so then, yeah. Um, 2016, you mm-hmm. get married, and you guys are going to the cause. Yep. Right. Is it, you guys go to church? like before, like while you were engaged, was that like a thing? No, uh, 
No, we had talked about doing like some kind of Christian counseling because one of the things we kept saying was like, we can't get divorced. Like God hates that. Yeah. Don't get divorced. These are my questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, spoiler alert for people listening. Uh, you are divorced. I am divorced. Um, the questions that I wanted to ask about this uh-huh. was because, you know, and not speaking on behalf of Emily, but she grew up going to church more than you did. Yeah. Right? She was in it. From, she was in it forever. Yeah. The and whole time. so then you have a couple of years where you're cranked up to 12 where you're like, we are church like we're serving. We're doing all this stuff, right? Uh, and that's kind of when you are together and then um, those conversations because you, you've told me about those conversations where you're like, this was not an option, right? Uh, and it was very clear from the beginning that we're Christians and we don't get divorced. Yes. Um, so my my questions are did you my main question is this did you take longer to get divorced then does that make sense like yeah. you you and these are friend conversations we have not had outside of this sure, so yeah. if there's any point that you're like ah no it's it what it's really going to do is take me more time to think about it cuz you spend time thinking about the divorce right but there are certain aspects that you just don't really get to it takes an outside perspective somebody that knows you uh I would I would say no because okay. I mean we were just close we were like best friends I think once we got married honest to god man like most of the marriage wasn't like terrible it wasn't awful it wasn't like, sure. like we got a in this it was just like neither of us were happy yeah and I think that had way more to do with the reason why we got married than it did like the actual relationship. What was the reason you got married? I think it was just like, you know, we were young, we were having sexual relations. Because we've been dating six years. Six years. It's what you do. do. And like, you know, it was there was a lot of like, yeah, I think, you know, this is what we're supposed to do. Mm. And I am the spiritual leader or I'm the leader in this relation. I'm going to take charge. I'm going to do what you're supposed to do. And I'm going to grow up that type of stuff. That's the mentality you had. Yeah, I think so. I think it was very much like, I mean, I really did like I cared about her, loved her to death. You know, our relationship is the best it's ever been now post-divorce you like, and Emily. Emily. I mean, it's I thought a, you were saying before your divorce, it was the best it's ever been. No. <laughs> and I was like, what a sad story. Oh, wow, oh God. That is sad. We yeah. should have had this friend conversation for yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, yeah. it was like now post-divorce. Yeah. What we never liked was being like living together. Mm. That's such a tough aspect of yeah. life is being able to cohabitate with somebody. Have you ever lived with Great. a best friend? I'm currently engaged, so I'm really glad we're bringing up these fears of mine. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, you know. Not that I, I'm just <laughs> having to live with anyway. It's it's hard. <laughs> it it's is, like, yeah. well, but yeah, also yeah. here's the deal. The difference between that is not just like how I lived as a you know, one of us was messy and one of us was late. It was never right. that. It was like we didn't have the same values. Like Emily was wanting to go back to the church. Emily was actively, she wanted a normal life. Yeah, to be involved. To in be involved church. in the church and to have a job and to sure. a nice house. And I 
am an insane person. Like I wanted, you Fame, know, power, dude, money. Not, I mean, I just like, I love sleeping in my car. Like I yeah, love, I just, I just love being out and yeah. In the middle of nowhere being like, I don't even know if I'm going to make enough money to yeah, get back home. I did a comedy show for 50 bucks. Right. I remember we were in a, in a, in a therapy session one time because it was like, well, something's going wrong here. Sure. And I said that I was like, I would love to just, you know, have days where I sleep in my car and she looked yeah. at the therapist and was like, can you tell him that he's crazy? And <laughs> the therapist was just kind of like, <laughs> you yeah, know, that's, that's weird. It's off. But yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it's, we wanted drastically different things. Sure. And we always knew that, but because we were supposed to get married, okay. It became less of like, well, let's see where we can compromise and really get on the sure. same page with what we want. And this is, probably way more on my end about just being like, no, we can do this. And sure. then it was, you know, we put all of our stock in to legalism into don't get divorced. You can't, God hates it. Even though both of my parents are divorced. <laughs> like it's like, so is that the, like when you say that, when you go, when, so those are the conversations you were having before you got married, Emily and I had had that conversation. Was, it was primarily because you were like, God says not to do this. Or yeah. was it like we well, okay. I mean it's it's both. Yeah, I mean like no one's going into marriage being like, hey, I it's wanna, an option. how much did I pay you know, for that let's ring? Leave that on the table. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah, no one's going into marriage that way. But the the question I think I had was um did that pressure like where you're like like we can't get divorced. Right. Do you think that that almost made some things worse? Oh, for sure, because I'm you know me. Yeah. They don't know me, but you know me. Yeah. Anytime somebody tells me, sure, you cannot do something, I'm always like, bet. Right? Like, you were divorce. You were like, well, I think, like, you can't get divorced. And you were like, you watch me. Dude, there's a deep down piece of me when I've, because I've had time to think about this. You know, sure. it's been like a year and a half now. I've had quite you a are, bit. And you guys were separated longer than that. Separated for six months. We've been divorced for, yeah, a, a little over a year and a few months. Yeah. So I've had time to think, and when I come back to it, I'm like, there's a big piece of me that has always been, hey, you can't do comedy. Okay. Watch. Sure. Hey, you sure. can't get divorced. Bet. Like, yeah. and I, you know, it went for, I think what that did was, again, it turned it up to 12. When I decided yeah. that I was done. Did you initiate it? Yeah, I had an affair. And I had an affair out of like a, looking back, very much a sabotage mindset. Yeah. Very much a, I'm going to blow this we up. We can't get out of this because she only believes in divorce. If I Do beat her. Do you think her, she would never have divorced you? No. Yeah. If I, if I abused her or if I cheated on her. Then she would. Well, that was, I mean, that was like what yeah. the Bible says is like, you know, that was our interpretation. Were those conversations time. you had where she was like, yeah, that, I'm not giving up on this. They, because- yeah, that had been brought up. Like we had never had that conversation per se, but before the marriage. Okay, okay, okay. It was like, hey, it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. You know, unless you like beat me. Unless or, you do something very drastic. And it wasn't even in the terms of like us. It was just, this is what... The Bible Whoever says, I marry, right, if this they is cheat on me or is. if this is abusive, yeah. then I can leave. And I was like, well, I'm definitely, I can't not gonna abuse do those her. Things. Right. And I don't think there was a piece of me that was like, I got to, ch- I think there was a lot wrapped up in it. You know, I've had a lot of sure. like, there's a lot of like shame and stuff that go into 
how I was living and brought up. Sure. But yeah, it, it became very much looking back. It was like, and even in the moment I was like, I'm blowing this up. I'm blowing this up. And this is like, is this a ticket out? Am I really having a good time? Am I really like, mm. I wrestled with a lot of stuff then that I'm still like kind of processing through. Yeah. But I think to answer your question, yes. When somebody says we're not going to get divorced, it I, amplified. I think, yeah, it put it on my mind. Sure. Why are we worried about it? If we yeah. were happily married, if we were married for the right reasons, yeah. Would we even be this concerned with it? I've heard of couples saying we don't talk about divorce, which yeah. I like. I like, you know, we're not going to joke about divorce. Yeah, I yeah, love, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Sure. That's not what we were doing. What we were doing was going, we can't get divorced. We're not doing it. Never. Yeah. No matter what. You're, you're, you're grabbing the, the arms of the chair yep. and you're sitting and you're going, this is, I am just going to. Mm. And before you get married, which is like, yeah. that's the red flag. Hey, yeah. pay attention to me. This is a problem that you're this concerned about it. Sure. Before you got married. Yeah. Because I had started doing comedy. I think that was like a, a big piece of it is like, you know. So I'm what I'm curious about as well is the spiritual aspect of that then. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you are in your marriage and she's very involved in church and you are slowly not being involved in church. Yeah, I kept fading away as she was serving. Yeah. She would start so asking. She was going me, by herself. Uh or were you still going to church? I would go serving? to church, but she would serve in the morning and then I would go and meet her. Got it. So she was going by herself. You were driving to the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. driving separately. And, you know, I was working so much at night and sure. doing comedy and stuff that I was like, I'm too tired to serve. But I think also it was like, I'm not really bought I'm in. Really, yeah. So why would I spend extra time sure. at this thing that I'm not bought? Now it feels like work. Yeah. And so, yeah, we would go there separate. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. What um, then if... if parents have an expectation, right? Mm -hmm. I was wondering also socially what that was like as a Christian couple to then get divorced because there's a, a lot of pressure in that and there's a lot of were you afraid to tell anybody Were there some people you were afraid to tell, you know, mine is probably different because of the reasons behind it, you know, so there was a lot of shame wrapped up in like you know, I had an affair. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you go through your entire life thinking that you are a decent person, and then you do something that is objectively the Wrong. worst thing and terrible. Yeah. And like, you know, again, that am I the asshole thing? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so there was a lot of wrestling with that and shame that went into it. And I've always just tried to own it. Sure. Because Emily did have so much shame in it that I never wanted her to feel like yeah. she quit. Mm. You know, even with her parents or our church community. Okay. You know, it was, here's what happened. I did this trying to like own it. Yeah. Um, 
but to that same chagrin, I mean, it never felt good. It never. Do you feel like you were also trying to give her the out so that she? Oh would, yeah. Yeah, you were just trying to give you guys. This is the. This is a way that we can both leave this. Yeah, I mean, it was just like I felt like that, and that's probably not fair of me to feel like where I'm making a decision for another person. So I couldn't really only speak to myself, sure, but sure, I sure. think if I remember correctly, that was like my feeling was I'm not happy. And if I'm this unhappy, you've got to be just as unhappy. Like there's no way you're, there's no way you're having a blast and and I'm suffering. Right. We're both living through this. We both feel it. Yeah. It's not fun. That is a common communication that we have in our relationship where I go like, Hey, (laughs) I'm not having fun. Right. There is no way you're having a good time right now. And if you are, then that's like then, we have even like, uh, we have more. Real. Let's have a to, conversation here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And so, yeah, I mean, I think there was like I wanted her to have an out to, yeah. you know, there, there gets into the place of like, again, she wanted a normal life, family, go to church, have kids. And it was How like we're getting older. Long so long were you feeling that trapped, like wanting out feeling before you um, created an out, you know. I mean, pro like if I'm honest, probably. I mean, again, before we got married, like yeah. I think there was like, what are we? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what are what am I signing up for? And I don't think I ever really understood. But then, there's probably like the last two years of it were pretty. I was again pulling myself away as she was diving more and more in. I was diving more into comedy while she was diving more into normal life. Yeah. And so it was a slow, like we are veering off. Yeah. Like slowly, but surely we are going in separate ways. And then the pandemic hit and not having comedy because what I used, I used comedy as an out. I wasn't happy in this relationship. So I could just be out of the relationship because you got to be going to open mics. Right. You can't practice comedy in your house. You got to practice comedy on stage. Right. So you're out five, six, seven nights a week doing comedy. And when your wife who wants you home is like, can you just be home? You're like, I can't. Yeah. I got to be, I got to be working. If I'm not working, I'm dying, right? And so you justify it. Yeah. But I think looking back, it was like, oh no, I was, I was avoiding yeah. these feelings that I had because I didn't know how to talk about them. Sure. And even if I did, I didn't. I was scared of what I would say, which is, mm. I want to leave. Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. We're not happy. And yeah, I think that's where like the shame came in. The shame, what it did. It like it delayed my ability to talk about it. Okay. So I couldn't bring up my bad feelings. Yeah. And I don't know if that's all church stuff. Sure. I think it's just like a mix of Yeah, I mean this is a normal thing to feel right. whenever you're in a relationship and you're like, ah, I I don't like this right now. Well, and for years, you know, I was a bigger dude. I used to be three thirty. That was another thing we mm-hmm. had in common, you know, a couple you and I thick with four C's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no necks, a couple of us. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. We were big, but like she There's a lot of insecurity in that. So as well. much insecurity, and she yep. was very pretty. Yep. Still is gorgeous, but like 
when I, when we were dating, people would be like, how did you get her? And I internalized a lot of that as no one else. Right. I'm like, Oh, there's no one else. Yeah. Uh, and nobody else that's at this level, you know, again, going back to that competition, they was like, nobody's like, nobody's going to love me. That's like, yeah, I'm not going to get that from anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that made it to where I couldn't voice my feelings. Sure. Because it was like, well, she like was throwing me a bone just by being here. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it gets into yeah, like a lot of that stuff, but I think it's all rooted in shame. I think sure. that's the thing that I got from the church that combines with, and not like the church in general, yeah, but just my yeah, experience. Yeah. Your like experience there, sure. Legalism, I yeah. think is what I should call it instead of the church because the cause was kind of different. I never really had shame sure. at the cause, you know? Um, I do remember when you told me we were at 54th Street. Yeah, eating queso. The only time you've come to the Northland to have dinner. I hate 54th um, Street, and wow, that did a great you experience. You hate 54th Street? I've never, it's like, it's. I it, eat it all the time. Anyway. I know you do. This is, you like First Watch, you like 54th Street Grill. We're different people. We're yeah, different. I'm, I'm 43 inside. They're a sponsor and, uh, of this podcast. I know what it yeah, is. Uh, <laughs> let's take a second for 54th Street. Um, <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, I even remember leaving there and having a moment uh, of. Man, I, I like praying and been like, I hope they work that out. You know? Yeah. And because for me, there was like a little bit of a, I want you to stay together. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't because of like in a Christian tug or background or whatever. That was just because I'm friends with you guys. Sure. And it's um, also, you never want to see your friends. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody break up. Usually you end up liking your friends, partners, yeah. and you're like, oh. It sucks the other going through that. I'm going through that right now. I've got a friend that's, they're not married, but they're breaking up. And I'm like, it's oh, hard to watch. Yeah. I'm yeah. sad. And it's hard to support as well. It's, yeah. it's hard to know how much or how little, like how much space does someone need all that kind of thing. I mean, in any kind of grief, but I think especially with, there is a stigma around divorce in church world. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you well I, I and I does the affair give you a way out of that I guess because a lot of other couples that have broken up has just been like yeah we broke up you know yeah you know it's have you experienced anything from your family or from church friends that was kind of like oh I noticed them get more distant or I noticed the or like there was some comments of like you could have worked that out, you know? Yeah, there was way more, you know, my family okay, was totally open and supportive. Sure. Again, I come from a long line of Yeah. Both of my parents are divorced and a lot of aunts and uncles and stuff are divorced. Sure. Um my grandfather said something that like really hit me. Uh he it was like right when he was about to pass because my grandparents have all been together through thick and thin. Yeah. I would argue maybe should not have been, you know, depending on sure. how you feel about it. Right, right, right. Your perspective. But at the end, I was talking to him and Emily and I had already separated. He yeah. didn't know why because I just couldn't bring myself. Yeah. And he goes, I said, hey, Emily says she loves you because they always got along really mm-hmm. well. And he goes, ah. Oh, I sure wish you two would get back together. Mm. And I was just like, oh man, that one. It was one of the few things that like really 
hurt, hurt, you know, yeah. deep and made me really contemplate. Did I make the right choice? Did we make the right choice? Cause Emily's ultimately the one who made it. Yeah. And so it's like, where do we, where do we go from here? And the only thing I've rest assured in is we've had a very good relationship post sure. divorce. She seems much happier. Yeah. I feel much happier, much more myself, whatever that is. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, yeah, her family was very graceful. She's handled it with the most grace. That That's awesome. Woman is amazing. Um, but like her grandparents or her grandparents, her parents gave me, um, they had like one of my comedy posters framed mm. and they gave it back to me. But on the back, they said, uh, it's okay. You're forgiven. And then they put in a Bible verse that I haven't read yet because I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I just, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I haven't opened a Bible in a few years. And I, if I open it for that, I'll never open one again. I'll <laughs> oh just, God. I'll like, I'm terrified sure. of anything that that could say. Really? Yeah. I just, that's I'm, interesting. Yeah. I, I, it's like, I don't, there's nothing about me that wants to. Dip. What verse is it? Do you know? Ephesians, it's Ephesians something. This is what oh, I know. know. So it's probably a it's, man clings to his tough, wife. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if that's what they wrote? They gave me the fruits of my spirit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. That's Galatians. Yeah. Is it Ephesians? Uh, Ephesians 5 is the marriage chapter. So, you know. Oh, God. I um. <laughs> see. I think it's Ephesians 4. I think it's Ephesians 4 8, um, but I'm speaking totally out of pocket. You're but just saying something. <laughs> I could be, yeah. I don't even know if 4 8 is a verse. Well, so how, okay, so you've not opened a Bible in a few years. No. Um, what is that? Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to dip back in the pool. You know, oh, sure. it's like, okay. It's like if I, you ever meet somebody that's scared of drowning, uh, yeah. scared of swimming? Sure but they won't get in like a three foot pool. Yeah. And you're like, Hey bro, like you'd stand. This is so easy. Like you're all right. You could be on your knees and yeah, stay up, like, but they're uh, like, no, no, no. It's a phobia. And yeah. I have a fear of sometimes I think about it. Like, uh, this might not land. Uh, I think about it. Like you've seen the chamber of secrets. Okay. You seen that book. Mm -hmm. You were you allowed to? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen, yeah. The, the movie, not just the, <laughs> right. I want the, okay, movie. So the movie as well. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. Uh, and uh, Jenny like opens it up and then everything kind of goes crazy. Sure. That's how, how I feel you... about the Bible is that I'm going to open it up and then all of that, like, yeah, that stuff awful. That toxicity is what I'm afraid of. I've built my life around the toxicity that you experienced when you in were in the church that I was that person yeah. and that I was around those people. That you're going to fall back into being that um, so quickly. Interesting. Like I am just like yeah. uh, uh, totally disconnected for it's why I've like tried podcast and music. Sure. Cause it's a way to ease your to way be in. around it. Yeah. Be near. Sure. But sure. You know, I I do treat it like a sacred text. It is this thing that yeah. I hold in very high regard. You know, I hold, mm. you know, it's it's on a pedestal. Yeah, and I'm scared that it'll topple. You know, I'm like sure. I don't want it to to suck me back in to to change the way that I think. And I know that that's like misguided because I'm a different person than I was then. Sure. But there's definitely a phobia of like, oh, 
So do you think that in some decisions in your life, you're when it comes to spirituality, you're making a decision based on what you don't want to be or don't want to go toward? Yeah, I think that's most of, well, because like also right now I'm happy. Mm. Like there is no yeah. thing that I'm longing for, which is what brought me there in the first place. I was longing sure. for community or longing for yeah. uh, validation. Yeah. But I was wondering how the divorce affected that community or effect. Did you, did you feel yeah. like you had a lot of, I mean, you were the, the parents of the comedy scene, you know? Um, yeah. That was a perspective shift for a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. No, for real though. Yeah. You know? And so I was wondering how that affected the community where you're saying like, I'm happy and I don't, I don't, ha- I don't lack community and friends. Mm-hmm. Like did the divorce affect that? Was there a, a season of like really loneliness there or did you just compartmentalize it and, ro- and move on? I maybe I, not. Maybe not. That's well, it was kind of a, you know, a dump and run of we had these, this church community, yeah, a couples connect group that we would go and hang out with. And I never really felt super close or connected with them. Yeah. You would be vulnerable. Okay. I can be vulnerable with anybody. I, I don't really have a problem sure. with that. Um, but yeah, I could be vulnerable, but I never felt like I was getting that they saw me. Mm. Even though I was being vulnerable, I never felt like I was being seen. Yeah. It felt like they were putting this thing on me. Sure. And this is not everybody in that group. I have people that I still talk to from yeah. that group. But when it happened and for the reason that it happened, right. Hard cut. Yeah. And I felt like a weight had kind of lifted. Mm. I don't have to go to this group. I don't have to put on a front. Yeah. I can just, I can just be who I am. And now, you know, my thing has always been, I've spread myself too thin. I've always tried to have too many friends Mm. in X, Y, and Z friend group. I've got this group and this group and this group. And the divorce was a good time for me to go, okay, well, let's. Who do I really have? Let's, let's funnel down. Yeah. Who's here for me? Who do I care about? Who do I want to spend my time with? Sure. And staying busy, you know? Mm. So it was just, yeah, I think it cut me off even more so from that church community. Sure. And I don't think there was anything that like they did. I think it's just yeah, how it's just naturally how, how it, it kind of worked fell. out. Yeah. yeah. And, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, it sure. was, I was ready to leave that church. That church had become Hillsong mm-hmm. and Hillsong had had all of their things. <laughs> sure. And, you know, even the church itself. It had kind of morphed and changed without you. Yeah. It had become something different and sure. I was somebody different. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, okay, well, I think I need to find out who I am now. Yeah. And that's what I think the journey's been for the past year and I think I've kind of gotten my footing again. Sure. Like I feel much more and did that run that two month run where mm-hmm. you're like sleeping in your car and just by yourself a lot. Yeah. Too much. Lots of alone time. So much alone time. Yep. And you're just, you know, trying to think, but not too much. And when yep. I came back, yeah, I felt like I was like, okay, I've got a pretty firm grip on who sure. I am and what I want. And I haven't been, like I said, longing for anything. I've got my community. I've got my 
Sure. Uh, I feel loved. Yeah. You know, I've got everything that I was getting when I was, you know, cranked up in church. Yeah. Addicted to church. Then I was, you know, I'm getting that in other places. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm addicted to anything hmm. right now. I don't have that like loss of control feeling like I'm just sure. In besides maybe comedy, which like, yeah, which is yeah. Yeah. Something that non comics would never understand. No, but it's like, and I don't blame them. It is yeah. a mental illness. It is like, <laughs> it's yeah. any comedian, it's really you is. know, it's, is it's pretty awful. Yeah. It's a, it's, <laughs> You're mentally ill. You yeah. are like, and it's yeah. you, you've done a good job of getting to a place where you can be stable. But those <laughs> roots are there. Yeah, I can see. Okay, but like it, we, it's there. It's there. Yeah. It, you don't get there unless it's there. Yeah. and yeah, I mean, I've got it, and so sure. now it's that's where your focus is, and that's where you're. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's who I am. Sure, you know, and I think that was a big thing with the church group is like they didn't really understand. That yeah. they were like, hey, when are you gonna? Yeah, when are you gonna settle down? When are you gonna just sure do your little job and be happy? And I was like, I wish, <laughs> I wish that that was. Like I thought an that option. too. I was like, I, you know, I've, I, <laughs> man, I've thought it. Yeah, and you're, you know, more successful than most of us. But like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, only one of us was second place runner up at the Kansas City Clash of the Comics. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox.com com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion <laughs> oh my gosh but like even <laughs> you have those ideas yeah. about like should i just should i just you know be a, just be, a, a, be a producer or something yeah, you know just some job that doesn't involve five, being on stage and then and, yeah, yeah. It, what a pipe dream that would be but no, we're yeah. Again, I wish that would bring me joy. <laughs> do you think you're an addict? Like, do you think you have addictive personality? Oh, um, you have a good control I think over. It, I but. have the ability to, for sure. You know, um, I think more than that, I have a um. I don't know if it's a thing I would get addicted to, but the thing that I am addicted to is being seen. Mm -hmm. So it's not enough for me to succeed. For me, I need to, I need other people to know that I'm succeeding. Yeah. You know, so it, whatever that is, is what I struggle to uh, tamper. Yeah. You know, Um, comedy is a great outlet for it. uh, And it's, What's fun about comedy is succeeding in that also feeds that right that gross animal. Yeah, uh, but that's the gross animal in me is very much a um, which is why I also got sucked into uh, when you saying 12 they turn it up to 12 on your faith is it wasn't enough for me to follow Jesus. I had to make sure other people saw me follow Jesus. Right. I've got to be in the front row. I've yeah. got to be raising my yeah. hand even if I might want to raise my hand because I feel like I'm even giving if to this moment 
is between me and God, some part of me inside somebody's got to go, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's a, that's definitely a, hmm. a sickness and yeah, an addiction that we can like, I have to really quell too, too, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but, well, yeah. uh, I know we're, we're, we could talk forever. I know, but, um, and we will, because our friendship will never end. Um, <laughs> we can never until, end our friendship. Well, until we die and we go to different places. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unless you make a decision right now. <laughs> hey, man. No, let's. let's, 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 let's <laughs> um, no, but I, you know, I, I, um, yeah, I appreciate your vulnerability on that. I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about you know, going into marriage with this idea that we cannot mess this up yeah. and how that may inevitably steer that toward um, an unhealthy path, which would then lead it to being messed up even more unhealthy. But I think it's the same way with like, you know, I was telling myself I can't drink or I can't dip because that could make somebody else stumble. Sure. Right. My perspective is on how other people perceive yeah. me and what we're doing and the same thing for divorce was like, this isn't about me. Yeah. It's about, you know, I can't upset this other person and how mm. they feel and what their beliefs are. And again, that's still like, I'm worried about how they're going to feel about me. Yeah. I'm worried about how she's going to, you know, the things that she might say or how yeah. she might feel or how she might perceive me as maybe not the spiritual leader she thought I was or how she may look back on our relationship or how, you right. Know. And, uh, and it, that can create a paralysis for that's not a, that doesn't create safety in a relationship, right? I think every relationship, the thing that I've learned is brutal honesty. And when mm. I say brutal, I don't mean like you look terrible today. No, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. like, but like, I know that this will I have hurt. to say this. If I don't say this, it will breed resentment. Yeah. And I think resentment is ultimately what drove us apart. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think I resented the church. Sure. And so therefore she represented part of the church. Interesting. To her, you know, she resented comedy. She tried so hard not to. But just like I tried not to resent the church, you can't like, yeah, just make somebody, yeah, you know, go against their core. And what my core is saying, I still won't open a Bible because I'm terrified. I'm gonna yeah. have to work on that. I should be able to sure read any of the of the texts. You know, I'm a social studies teacher. Sure. That should be easy for me, right? But just like I didn't want to, or I still can't you know, forcing her to be a comedian's wife yeah, is also not fair. And it, it, you know, brutal honesty to me means this is not working. Sure. Hey, I am here and the way things are happening now is not working. Yeah. The way that we want it to. And I think that's like a cornerstone of it mm -hmm. of like, you know, we're just going to be brutally honest and then just unconditional love, you know? Well, or, that's what I was going to say is that the safety of you can express whatever emotion, mm -hmm. whatever thought, whatever depth of you, and I will still be here. Yeah. That is, 
getting to that place, but not only getting that place where you can hear what somebody else's thing, but getting the place where you can accept that they will accept the depth of you. Right. Um, is a lot of work and yeah. it's, it is not a, uh, I can't believe we're pushing 18 year olds to do it. And just be like, Hey guys, get married. <laughs> right. Hey, son. <laughs> and, and for what other reason other than, well, we know you're having sex. Sure. So, sure. You know what that means? It's the right thing to do. You've got to commit to a lifetime of the first person you've ever had sex with. Like that's like a, it's a very, uh, it's a disaster waiting to happen. I think it depends on what do you value more, mm. right? Are you trying to avoid premarital sex or are you trying to avoid broken toxic relationships? You know, like if you're, which lead to exactly yeah. a million percent, hundred percent. And yeah, I think it all comes down to, are you trying to avoid divorce or are you trying to avoid a strained, resentful relationship? Right. Um, and like doing the work of having a vulnerable one, because if you're just trying to avoid divorce, then it's going to lead to that, which will lead to. Well, and that was also my other thing about the divorce was like, I didn't feel like I had the ability to say, what are we doing? Here? I don't want to go to church. Yeah. I don't want to do the Christian thing. Yeah. I'm not connected to this. I don't feel sure. Right. You know, I knew about don't be unequally yoked. You know, mm. I knew that that was, mm -hmm. you know, so I didn't, I didn't feel the freedom to say, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And that's a core belief. You know, that's sure. like, the, that's not, I don't like Fazoli's. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these breadsticks uh, suck. I thought this always was going to be the funniest word to drop that's there. That's such a good was, one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's not. Yeah, that's a that's very central to. And it's not only central to like you of being like that's something that I've internally struggled with for uh, decades. Mm -hmm. But that's also clearly a central thing that she is pushing even more toward. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think those core beliefs they've just got to be somewhat. Yeah. Aligned. But yeah, this has been nice. You know, we could do this without the mics. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your calendar. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I've uh, I've just uh, you know, oh, I don't right. wanna. It's all right. That's. What... <laughs> do you remember when we I've used... seen the depths of you? And, <laughs> and I don't want. And even be the here. shallow end scares me. I don't. I don't want to open that book and watch it just. <laughs> you know, have you seen the movie Chamber of Secrets? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're going to stab me with a basilisk fang when we walk out of here. <laughs> well, I can't thank Steven enough for doing these episodes with me. Uh, we sat in the studio and just got really honest with each other. And so I really appreciate him taking the time to do that. Please, please, please go follow Steven. He is a funny, funny person uh, and you will uh, love him a lot. So uh, if he's doing shows around, make the effort to go to it, please. And while you're here, if you could leave a five-star review of the podcast, it really helps uh, to let other people know these conversations are worth it. And again, share it with somebody who you might think uh, would benefit from it. So all that to say, thank you so much for supporting this show and we're back. We're, we're rolling. We've done three episodes in a row. Look at that. That's a, that's a streak right there. I'll tell you what. So um, thank you for listening to They Don't Bite. We'll see you again next week. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.